Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. So the other day, I was talking to this girl that I've been dating, and um, we were talking about money, and she asked me, like, what the you know what like the highest amount of money i could see myself making at any point in the future is like um and it's a funny conversation a lot of you guys out there are thinking like oh this girl no but we were just having like a, a nice honest conversation about money and see like me right now i'm you know like i'm i'm 34 years old and i am like the epitome right now of like middle class here in the United States in terms of the amount of income that I make and have made over the last five to 10 years. I am the epitome of middle class, right? And um, so she asked me like, what's the highest amount of money I could ever like see myself making or the whatever. And um, I just like, without even hesitating, I'm just like billionaire. And um, (laughs) then she kind of laughs and she goes, no, but come on. I mean like realistically. And I just didn't hesitate again. I'm like, no, billionaire. I'm, I'm being serious. I think I could be a billionaire. And um, <laughs> like we didn't, the, the conversation didn't really go that much farther. But the reason I say that is because I think, I think I have actually a lot of the personality traits that it takes to be a billionaire. Um, and I think, see, I've never really cared that much about money over the last 10 to 15 years of my life. And I've been like a big, a minimalist, um, but I'm kind of having some thoughts that I should go in the other direction now. Um, I, I think what I lack, <clears throat> the main thing that I think that I lack that most billionaires in my assessment before researching this have is just a very clear idea and a very clear plan on how to do it. Some big idea that, because for the most part, you know, when, when someone gets to be a billionaire, it's because they genuinely had an idea or did something that helped millions, if not billions of people, right? They changed the world through an idea. And I would say maybe that's the one, that that's the big thing that I still lack at this point. But I think something like that would be easy enough to come by for me. And I think I have enough of the other personalities to traits. Anyway, you could debate, you know, you could disagree agree with whatever little points you want out of that last monologue but the point is I, I was sitting there thinking to myself I actually think I have the lo- a lot of the personality traits that would be required to be a billionaire and then I was listening to another podcast the other day which I found interesting I don't know like how true this is or where they studied this but some guy was saying that most billionaires most of the super wealthy have an IQ have an intelligence quotient that is just just like slightly above average but they're not geniuses if that makes sense. Um, like typically the geniuses don't quite make it into the billionaire category. And I'm like, I'm not sure why I can't remember what he said exactly, but you you should have an IQ that's slightly above average, but not like on genius level. Um, that's, that's where most of the billionaires fall. And I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? I think I maybe fit that too. Because when I think about like natural, you know, just my intelligence, so to speak, how smart I am, I think, cause I'm very smart in some areas and very dumb in other areas. Um, you know, like for example, really, really good at learning languages, um, never have been very good at like reading people, for example, you know, but like, that's something I also think that that's something that you can develop over time. But anyway, long story short, I like when I judge myself and my own intelligence, I think, I think an honest assessment is that I'm, you know, maybe just a little bit above average, maybe just a little bit above average if you take all of the different areas of intelligence as human beings, Um, but not like super smart, you know, and I'm like, huh, here we go again, like another, another area that I could see myself having like 
the billionaire personality traits. Um, because I, I almost feel like we have to have like enough intelligence in certain areas, but almost then be like naive enough and, and like. Yeah, like naive is maybe the word, like naive enough to go after certain ideas, if that makes sense. Um, because there's a certain element of you have to be like unreasonable, you know, um, in order to think something like really big and amazing could happen. But anyway, then, um, you know, I started thinking, because here's the thing, like I started thinking about how smart certain billionaires are or whatever. And I think we would all agree, well, not all of us, but in my opinion, anyone who becomes a billionaire in this world is smart. You have to be smart to be a billionaire. You can say what you want about whether someone is good morally and their intentions and all that, depending on how they become a billionaire, but you have to admit that they're smart. Even the people, you know, who kind of get a bit of a running head start towards it, um, anyone who, who becomes a billionaire and didn't start as a total billionaire is smart. Like, it always makes me laugh. Like, let's just take the example of Donald Trump, okay? Because um, you hear a lot of people just say, like, oh, my God, Donald Trump is stupid, you know? And I'm like, I think that that's the wrong adjective. <laughs> like, you can call Donald Trump a lot of things. You can say he's an a-hole. You can say he's a narcissist, which is definitely true in a lot of situations. Um, but I don't think that stupid is the right adjective. Like that, anyone, In my opinion, anyone who's calling Donald Trump stupid is stupid. <laughs> like he's not a stupid man. Okay. Now some people say, well, he started off with a million dollars or something. Blah, blah blah. Okay, but like, like you know, he achieved a lot of things. He had to work hard and do a lot of smart things to become as rich as he became, and then to become president. Okay, he's not stupid at all. You can you can judge him in other ways, but calling him stupid is not the right word. Now I didn't want to get too political with this. Okay. And we can also debate, you know, whether or not with his personality and everything, whether or not he's actually a good influence on the United States or the world. But that's another long debate for another day. And I think it's a lot more nuanced than most people want to admit. Usually, most people in this country seem to either just love him or hate him. And I think it's kind of my opinion of him is kind of somewhere in the middle. But um, anyway, but he's not stupid. Um, okay. And so, like, with all that in mind, then I got kind of like researching here just, you know, the personality traits of billionaires and I'm looking on all these different like sites you know and most of them say kind of the same things I got I got I got ad block blocked I, I, <laughs> I was, I was going to use the word cock blocked which I just did now but I'm, I'm trying not to use like vulgar language here on these podcasts anymore but I got blocked from cnbc.com because there's like a ad thing that makes me like do other stuff and click I don't know yeah I, I got blocked and couldn't access their site but I have like three others that are like five traits of the wealthy elite from dailymail.co.uk okay so like let's analyze this more conscientious this is actually a weird one to start more conscientious with a greater sense of responsibility and organization hmm less neurotic and unlikely to be impulsive when it comes to spending less agreeable and less likely to overspend in generosity less open to experiences and more tied down with property. Whoa, whoa, okay, this is some stuff I actually didn't expect. Less extroverted and more likely to make good investments. That's an interesting one. Like, I, I would have definitely agreed with the idea that um, definitely not impulsive when it comes to spending, right? Um, I think, like, as I understand it, people who become billionaires are, are very open to taking risks when it's necessary, but are not impulsive with things. You know, you're not just going to make impulsive decisions or impulse purchases. Um, you would definitely take uh, a risk on a purchase or an investment or something like that. Now, more tied down with property? I guess it depends on the type of... Huh, that's weird. 
more tied down with property. Like, I guess if you're into property and you're into like becoming a billionaire because of the properties you have and like selling and renting out, I don't know. Okay. Less open to experiences. Well, like that one kind of makes sense to me just because like how much time do you have for experiences? If you're, you know, you're not going to be like, if you're you're on your way to becoming a billionaire, you're not just going to be like, you know, going to the amusement park on, you know, after work on a certain day or like going to on some random vacation to Cabo San Lucas over the weekend. Like you're, you're going to be like putting in some work, you know, like obviously it seems to me like every billionaire is going to be very hard working. It's going to be very disciplined and hard working. It's just not, you're not going to get money to fall into your lap. Less extroverted. I swear they spelled it wrong. I thought that I thought that the Brits were supposed to be good at English. This is like a UK article and they spelled extroverted wrong. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going, but this, this article made more sense to me. This one is from Inc.com. Okay, so they have drive, determination, people skills, nonconformity. Nonconformity, I think, is a very big one um, because most of us, you know, just kind of we get into the groupthink mode and we think the same thing as everyone else. But nonconformity, and they talked about disagreeability in the previous article, which I also think is important. I think that I've kind of started to learn the value of disagreeability over the last few years. It's, it's very important and even helps in things like. I found that it helps in like dating. I found that women women like a man better who is a bit disagreeable in certain areas just because it shows that he's willing to stand up and defend if necessary, which is something I didn't understand until the last couple of years. I was just like a nice, agreeable, yay, let's do this uh, type guy. But okay, then self-confidence, work ethic, obviously strong intuition. Okay, so intuition is always a tricky one. Okay trusting their gut the super rich make many of their decisions based on gut feelings as opposed to resorting to detailed analysis somehow they're able to bridge the gap between the conscious and unconscious part of their mind says some guy named Ketz Divry Ketz Divry whoever Ketz Divry is um okay yeah I mean that makes sense yeah competitive mindset obviously self-made billionaires thrive on competition risk tolerance okay yes risk tolerance is definitely a big one and like I said like when I analyze myself I know you probably didn't click on this episode to like hear about me but when I analyze myself I'm like yeah there's this is like most of these nine that are mentioned by ink.com I pretty much have very driven very determined you know with certain things people skills (laughs) people skills is a tricky one I have you know people skills is one area for me at least during life where I've been called like everything I've been called great with people and I've been told you have no people skills or emotional intelligence and don't and no empathy and don't understand people at all <laughs> like like I've been everything on that spectrum in the opinions of others so whatever we'll, we'll we'll just I'll just take it as a win and say I have good people skills we'll take the positive on that one non-conformity yeah I think I'm fairly non-conforming at this point I don't see the world the same as everyone else if i did i wouldn't get into so many arguments telling people that we should stop going to clubs at 11 p.m and we should start going at 6 p.m um let's see self-confidence yeah um in in the areas necessary i think work ethic yes obviously intuition how do you measure that i don't know maybe i lack intuition who knows competitive mindset yes risk tolerance yes so yeah i think i got it there let's see Okay, then just one more article, finance.yahoo.com, says they invest in themselves. Okay, yeah, investing in new skills. Yeah, I do that a lot. They are constantly curious. Yeah, I, for the most part, am. They surround themselves with smart people. Eh, debatable. I don't know. Are you, are you people listening to this smart? Because I know a lot of you are like my close friends and people that I get involved with. Are you guys smart? Help me out with number three. I don't know. Am I surrounding myself with smart people? They rarely eat alone. Here's a tricky one. I mean, I'm a single guy who lives alone. Like, I do eat alone. It's not supposed to be taken exactly that way. It's supposed to be, like, meaning that you're 
always you have a circle of people. It's not literally about who you're eating with, but you have a circle of people that are keeping you in touch on certain things. They own up to mistakes, extreme extreme ownership. Yes, of course. They know how and when to use leverage. Now, this one is interesting. There are two kinds of people, those who take advantage of others and those who leverage the resources and assets they have correctly. This is an interesting little point. Ever wonder... Ever wondered how billionaires achieve their success? It's usually because they are great in a particular area and capitalize on it. What they excel at is leveraging the right resources, human and otherwise, correctly as the situation demands. This is not just restricted to business. This is a habit that shows in every aspect of the lives of famous billionaires. This certainly doesn't imply taking advantage of people, though. There's a fine line one has to tread here. Well, sit there and think about that for a while. I might have to like rethink about what I understood from that. Okay. They understand the difference between possessions and growth. Okay. Yeah. They're more frugal when it comes to possessions. See, this is one area where I could dominate. Being frugal when it comes to possessions. Not needing a lot of material possessions, but spending money focused on growing their empires further. And they don't always play it safe. Duh. All right. Well, there you go. I don't know. So, any of uh, you others out there interested in becoming billionaires at some point, I hope that was useful. Some of you were listening to this and you're like, Sean, you're 34. How the F are you going to be a billionaire since you're like middle class and basically have no savings at this point? Billionaires start making money when they're like 12, dude. And I'll tell you, you're like, you know what? 34 is the new 12. What are you going to do? This is 2023. You don't think I got time to still be a billionaire? Shut up. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for today. We'll talk again soon. Love you all. Peace.